This is Adventures in Podacy. I'm Jeffrey Lawton. Campaign is a Star Wars role-playing podcast that listens more like a sitcom. The dynamic is Three Men and a Baby meets Full House meets Firefly. It follows the crew of the Minoc on the run from the fledgling Empire with plans for the quote-unquote murder ball, as well as the Emperor's real first name. There's plenty of action, but for me the show shines when they focus on the characters. They're all weird yet consistent, and they're trying to make the ship a home. Sometimes that comes across more literally than others. I will do it. I volunteer. No, no, no. I'm saying no. I'm not saying... Veto. I'm using more veto. Do you have a veto? Everyone has one veto. I would like to veto your veto. You can't veto a veto. You can't veto a veto. You did just burn the veto trying to veto the veto. You knew the rule. Wait, so that that counts as my veto? You know the rule to burn the veto. We were, we all Lita, attended that meeting. It does not matter that you were reading Nimodian Sparks during the meeting. Now, but keep in mind, Lena, he did just veto, use his veto like five minutes into this all shit meeting. <laughs> yeah, and Tony still has a veto, and I'm sure that Tony would no, say Tony does not have a veto. Back down, I hate to correct you, but everyone gets a veto. The crew consists of interesting characters helmed by experienced improv artists. Lenick, played by Johnny O'Mara, is a kind-hearted bounty hunter who's fiercely protective of his son, Tony, a venomous wolf who he tamed in an early episode. Trist Valentine, played by John Patrick Cohen, is a smuggler with a heart of gold and a vest of leather. He represents the cool bravado and flashy heroism that embodies the action hero stereotype. James D'Amato plays Bacta, who's kind of the straight man. He's a grizzled Clone War veteran who's the voice of reason on the ship, and an interesting counterpoint to Trist and Lenick. Finally, Kat Murphy, who's a masterful GM. She's great at providing exciting situations, and also isn't afraid to go with the flow and let the natural chemistry between all of them carry the show. One member of the crew who I haven't mentioned yet is an NPC, a young, Force-sensitive orphan named Tamlin, who's come under the care of the crew of the Minoc. Some of my favorite moments are the crew sort of figuring out how to raise him in this crazy situation. It's a dynamic that's unexpected in a show like this, but one that I think is extremely effective. Let's, if anyone's going to touch a lizard, it should be Tamlin. What? No! <laughs> what? Tamlin, can, can, you, can you get any sort of a sense? Uh, obviously, these lizards are important to the Imperials. Is the Force telling you anything? I can't sense anything. Should it's I? weird. Ask, ask him if I should touch it. No, he says no. Yes. <laughs> Always. Um, if you have a chance to touch a lizard, why wouldn't you touch the lizard? All right, Tamlin, give me your calm. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. I'm gonna- Comedic role-playing is a well-represented genre of podcast, but there's a few reasons that I think the campaign is probably my most favorite. One, although it's a comedy show, there's great respect for the characters. The characters are larger than life, but consistent. For example, Trist will always be heroic in the most flashy way possible, and Lenick brags about his son Tony to almost anyone who will listen. This kind of dedication to character allows the players to make bold choices that lead to some crazy and amazing situations. And there are entire episodes dedicated to character interaction which is better than it sounds. The cast's improv background together makes their interaction so natural I don't feel a pressing need to return to action. 
This dedication to character is aided by the Edge of the Empire role-playing system in which the campaign takes place. It's much more story-focused than traditional D&D, so it works excellent for a podcast. Secondly, the show is completely unique in the way that it balances a family comedy and sci-fi action. It lovingly riffs on both sitcom tropes, as well as Star Wars universe tropes, like how weird the extended universe fiction is, or how bad the plans tend to be. <laughs> what was your plan? <laughs> we get captured. Oh! Every... <laughs> No! <laughs> Name a time when it hasn't worked. That's got... I, I actually... You, it, it has never not worked is the problem. <laughs> we have to keep trying it until it doesn't work, and then we never have to do it again. I disagree, mate. I disagree. And I feel... I feel like that might be the plan, because we're going to end the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend that you check out Campaign. You can do so at oneshotpodcast.com slash campaign, or you can check out the iTunes link that I'll have in the show notes. And thanks, Johnny, JPC, James, and Kat, if you're listening, for making one of my absolute favorite podcasts. Keep up the good work. What you've just heard is Adventures in Podacy. My name's Jeff Lawton. My goal is to bring you a different podcast to check out every single week. You can reach me by email at inpodacy at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at inpodacy. And the website is podacy.wordpress.com. By the way, podacy is spelled P-O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y. Thanks so much for checking out the show. And if you like it, consider rating and reviewing on iTunes, because that really helps out for other people to find the show. Um, and I look forward to meeting you next week. I'll, uh, have another great show for you to check out. Thanks. I wasn't going to say touch a lizard because I've been touching it this whole time. <laughs> <laughs>